Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of His Only Vice, the film podcast where we take apart the movies that shaped, say it with me, us. You guys, the string of delectable guests just keeps on going. Today, I am so lucky to have in the studio with me the resplendent, the hilarious, the messy, the wonderful... (laughs) Connor Briggs. Oh Hello, Miss Briggs. How are you? <laughs> uh, thank you so much for having me. Of course. How are you? <laughs> you know, I'm. it's three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm absolutely hammered. No, of, course, of course, of <laughs> course. Um, um, I'm good. Thank you for thank you for hosting me in your lovely studio. Of course, which actually was revealed. It is my <clears throat> apartment. Um, <laughs> Connor. Yes. I think the only way to start this podcast is with a song. Do you know what Absolutely. song I'm thinking? Oh, of? I know exactly. Ready? Three, two, one. Welcome, Welcome to Mr. G's room. G's room. G's room. Welcome, Mr. G's room. Come inside. Take, Take your shoes, shoes off and find a spot on the floor. floor. <laughs> okay, so we kind of crashed and burned there at the end. but <laughs> So that pretty much sums up me and Connor's um, friendship. Yes, absolutely. Which, much like my friendship with Talia, a previous guest of the pard, mm-hmm. is um, entirely based on Australian pop culture. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the Sydney Habzer. The Sydney Habzer. <laughs> um, my friend Alexis does a character called Bindi. She works at the Sydney Habzer. <laughs> And she uh, introduces everybody's favorite penguins, Salt and Pepper. <laughs> Everybody give a clap out to Salt and Pepper. So we could keep going with that bit forever, but we won't. No. Um, we'll wait until we have our comedy specials on Netflix. You ever oh, heard of it? Darling. <laughs> I'm on it. Connor, 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 yes, Connor. darling. So as we off to begin this podcast, um, I want to get to know a little bit about your tastes okay. when it comes to... Mm. The pretentious F word, film. I know a lot about it. Oh, um, you ever heard of it? My taste is the best taste. It's the only taste. It's, it's razzle red, <gasps> and that is a little sneak peek of what we'll be discussing Ooh. today. Connor, what's your favorite movie? Um, Lay it out for the children. I would have to say my favorite movie, excluding the one that we're going to talk about today, because I know that is high on your list. I know that's very very high. Um, I have three. Am I allowed to do three? Of course. Okay. It's going to be Blue Jasmine. Oh, as listeners know, Kate Blanchett is my favorite actress of all time. Yes, so mine too. Thank you for laying that down. I'm going to do Blue Jasmine. I'm going to do Juno. Kind of basic. You but... know that's my favorite movie. Really? Yes. Oh my God. This podcast is called His Only Vice. As in, Tic Tacs are his one and only vice. Oh my God. And we just ate Tic Tacs. Literally. Holy shit, I didn't How know How have that. we never talked about this? I don't know. Listeners, Connor clearly doesn't know the name of my podcast. Oh That's my awkward. God. Super awkward. <laughs> um, doesn't know the podcast that he's on, even? Yeah, we love a fucking Juno. Oh my God, it's the best. best. Yeah, best movie ever. That's one that just gets you can undid, homeschooling. I mean, <laughs> literally. It's... Of course I didn't barf in your urn, Bren. <laughs> also, another Cut take. hint to what we will be talking about. Another movie starring a Ooh. superstar. Oh, with some great acting. Oh, I was a flower gone wild and free. <laughs> I'd want to see the be Played by every straight man around a bonfire from the years <laughs> 2007 to 2010. Uh, it's still happening. Yeah, somewhere. that's true. That's true. Midwest, Midwest. Um, so you, we've, you've given us a Blue Jasmine. You've given us some Juno. 
And then my third is like very weird, but another Kate Blanchett, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Weird? Are you kidding me? David Fincher, one of my favorite directors, and Kate Blanchett. Hello. I know. And Brad. It's come just... on. And um, oh my God, who plays the mama in that? Um, uh, um, uh, uh, it's... um, Taraji P. Hansen. Yes. Yes. And that I Academy mean, Award nominee. Nominatress. <laughs> I mean, that movie to me truly is like. Yeah, it's resplendent. Also, to use that word twice in the same. Blue Jasmine, not tennis. necessarily, but basically every movie I love makes me absolutely sob my eyes out at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I also love The Reader. Oh, fuck. I love The Reader. That movie, like, really fucks me up. Yeah. Do you think um, Kate Winslet deserved her Oscar for that absolutely. one? Absolutely. Yeah, me too. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of argues out there that she should have won for Revolutionary Road. No. Yeah, a revolutionary order is brilliant, but I am a the reader purist. I mean, yeah, like she could have won for both, but yeah, the hundo. reader, like, first off, she showed a nipple, and that always gets you an Oscar <laughs> win. <laughs> like, let's get real. Just a single nipple. Free Show a nipple. titty. Show a titty. You win. You win an Oscar. You win an Oscar, babe. The Oscars are naked, aren't I they? I love them. I love them. Um, okay, so I love all three of the four of those choices. Yes. Um, listeners, if you didn't know, I think this is the first time I'm mentioning David Fincher. He is probably the first director I ever like went through his entire filmography and was like, this is for me. Mm-hmm. I think it started with Panic Room. That was like the first movie that I saw that I was like, who, what is this? And then of course I saw, I went back and watched Fight Club and then like mm-hmm. Social Network, which everyone considers like one of the greatest movies of all times. I personally don't even put it in my top five, David Fincher. No. Well, maybe top five, but I don't know. I just, I like it, but I don't think it's like as amazing as everyone else does. Maybe I should go back and rewatch it. So yes, I love David Fincher. Got to go back and rewatch Sochnet. Um, yeah, I actually need to rewatch that as well. Yeah, but I think my fave David Venture is probably. It might be Curious Case of Benjamin Button, <clears throat> followed by Gone Girl. I love Gone Girl. Oh, I didn't realize he did Gone Girl as yeah. well. He sure did. Mine's still Benjamin Button's up there yeah. higher than Gone Girl. Yeah, for Benjamin me. Button's But Gone amazing. Girl is, oh my God. Um, he did those. He did Alien 3 randomly. Random. Um, he did Zodiac. Um, anything that's like dark and brooding in the last yeah. 15 years. <laughs> he did um, The Game, which is a movie with Michael Sheen. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. More than 15 at this point, probably. Um, but anyway, I love all those choices. Thank you. Um, many of which, actually, wait, all of which were Best Picture nominees. Nope, not Blue Jasmine. But it did yield an Oscar for Miss Kate. Did that not get nominated for Best Picture? It did not. But Kate got a nomination. Kate, won. Kate, yeah, won, Kate won. And yeah. then... Um, the reader won, uh, or the reader did not win, but it was nominated. Sally? Um, is her name Sally? Yeah, Sally. Um, she played the sister. Um, Hawkins. That she, is one of my favorite performances yeah. of all time. She's wonderful that sister and yeah. Jasmine. Um, she got another Oscar nomination for um, Shape of Water. Shape of Water. Shape of Water. Which I actually um, thought she was going to win. Yeah, she was up against Frances McDermott, which she, Frances well, was just steamrolling through that oh award my season. God. Also, I messed up. <laughs> Don't say three billboards. My favorite movie Fargo? is Lady Bird. Oh my God. Colin. Which I thought Saoirse was going to win that year. You know, that was the last episode we recorded was on Lady Bird. Ugh. Yeah. It's one of my favorite all time favorites as well. I mean, I gave you that as one of my options to record. Oh yeah, you probably did. I think Lady Bird literally is... everyone was like, I want to do Lady Bird. And I was like, I have uh. never, you, I, I can't explain to you what went through my body when I saw that movie yeah. in theaters. Yeah. As listeners know, saw it alone, and the Lincoln Center movie theater sobbed the whole I time. I saw it at Lincoln Center as well. Oh, with I movie saw... pass? 
Um, yes. You remember with that? Movie Pass. Um, and that was the first I movie I saw in the movie Pass. Last row. Shut the fuck up. Oh no, I sat in the first row of the balcony. I sat in second to last row. Mm-hmm. Midway through the movie, I just started like audibly sobbing. Yeah, it's, per- it's perfection everywhere. Yeah. And he was like, Are you okay? You good? Yeah. Because he like didn't cry at all through yeah. it. But then, like, once the movie ended, I, like, put my winter coat up, like, my hood up. Yeah. Sprinted out of the theater, ran into the bathroom, continued to sob. As we walked to the train, he was like, are you going to be okay? Yeah, I was really moved by it. (laughs) And then he finally looked at me and was like, all right, stop crying. Because he knew that would make me laugh. And then I finally laughed. And then I started hysterically sobbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's, I've seen it. Okay, great. So that's on the list. Um, Oh, God. yeah, Lady Bird is perfection, Coming and off, um, I'll keep listing movies. Yeah, not to Lady not Bird to belabor Lady Bird because we did just dedicate seventy minutes to it. But I've pretty much dedicated the last three years talking about it. So mm-hmm. um, we love Greta. Ugh, um, love so what about movie stars? Mm-hmm. Do you have some that you would like to offer? Well, I already listed Kate. Obviously. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Sersha mm-hmm. is my girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. has been since almost caught up to Miss Kate for the most nominations for. An Oscar in yeah. the quickest amount of time. Yeah. Oh my God. Kate yeah. Winslet currently holds that record. I think. Don't hold me to that. I think it's Kate because I don't think Jennifer Lawrence ever got her fifth. Jennifer Lawrence would have been. Yeah. The the Winter's Bone movie, American Hustle, Silver, Silver Linings, which she won for, and Joy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, four. And I think Kate had five by a certain like twenty seven or something. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, Saoirse is just, she's my idol. Her in Brooklyn is like just yeah. absolute bliss. The next Meryl. It's, yeah, truly. Yeah. Didn't love Little Women, but that's my opinion. Okay. And a lot of people don't agree with that. Yes, including me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's okay. You're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> um, other any actors. Any others? Any others? Any male identifying actors that you like? Mm. I famously only like christian bale <laughs> that's the only male actor i like <laughs> um i would have to go with paul rudd oh i love paul rudd he's perfect and actually there's one more mark ruffalo, mark ruffalo. yeah we, we love mark ruffalo i love him. Um, we keep just dropping subtle little breadcrumb hints he's just he's like so like subtle and like oh my god yeah like, and had like a real dramatic turn about? in spotlight yeah um, i also do like timothy chalamet I like Timothy too. I'll go. For I like. It. I love to make fun of like how um, saturated he is in culture. Acting is so cool. Yeah, yeah. Chloe Feynman does the perfect. The perfect. She is the Timothy Chalamet impersonator. Actually, though. Um. Yeah, but have you seen her do it on her Instagram? Oh, I mean, I've been following Chloe. Co- okay, thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. like seven years. Oh yeah, millions. And I have DMs with her back when she had no followers, and I was like, I am obsessed with yeah, you. Yeah, and she she's was like, so funny. Thank you so much. Um, it was Nicole Kidman. It was no surprise she booked SNL this year. Oh my God, no! When they announced that, I was like, bitch, duh. But I've been like, they're throwing her in the back. Yeah, they haven't. Her, she hasn't done like anything. Finally, letting her yeah, do stuff. Yeah, she's like doing her thing. I think she's about to be the next great impressionista. I think she's going to be the next Kristen Wiig. I mean, she already is the great impressionista. Now Absolutely. we just need to get the world to see it. I gag for um, her. Shout out Chloe Feynman. We adore you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys, and listen, you guys, if you're not following Chloe is crazy on Instagram, follow Fun. her. Um, follow, follow, follow. Any hoodle. Um, Kate, Sersha, no pressure to say any others, but I would say I love both of those also, choices. Melissa McCarthy. 
because you know I'm yes. a comedy queen. She had such a good dramatic turn in um, uh, that book movie. <laughs> yes, where she's like a right. She's like um, stealing people's writing. You can't take it with you. Nope, that's nope. a play. Yeah. <laughs> um, fuck. What was that? Movie I'm gonna called? look it up. I'm look it up. up, producer. Look it up. I will. And I by will. producer, I mean Connor. That's sort of a she running. She was bit. really, really good. Producer, in that, look it up. Um, it's going to bug the shit out of me that I don't know the name of that movie because no, Richard Grant deserved an Oscar for it. I'm sorry, but when can he was... Can you ever forgive Can me? you ever forgive me? And he was up against Mahershala Ali for Green Book, and we love Mahershala, but Mahershala was the lead of that movie. It should have been Richard. Okay, yeah. let me get off my soapbox. <laughs> don't let me get on an Oscar soapbox too much. Okay. I'm constantly doing it. Um, Connor? Yes? What movie did you bring today? Okay. So what, what pop culture defining, earth shaking, moving, making, dancing masterpiece have you brought today? Well, darling, none of that made sense. By the it way, it is the movie that helped shape me as a homosexual. Okay, it helped define my life. Okay, it is the two thousand and four seminal classic. 13 going on 30. Yes! Um, let's, okay, can we talk about how Wikipedia describes this movie as um, a fantasy romantic comedy? Which in many ways it is. Because yes. the glitter sort of is a deus machina type situation. Yes. Um, so, before we dive in, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, and if you don't know, turn this podcast off, go watch it, three and- times even. <laughs> turn this podcast off, Kill yourself if you <laughs> bring yourself seen back it yet. to life. Watch the movie, then listen to this podcast, yes, please. And then, then like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> so, click on the link below. Yeah, to like and subscribe. Um, rate us five stars, uh, <laughs> six if you can. Um, oh, so wait, thirteen going on thirty. As Connor mentioned, it came out in two thousand four, mm. April two thousand four. If you want to get specific, mm. um, it features direction by Gary Winnick. Um, it was written by Josh Goldsmith and Kathy Yuspa, um, with a screenplay by the former and Niles Mueller. Um, and it went on to be the, I don't know, best romantic comedy ever. I think so. <laughs> I was telling Connor earlier, I think that the um, Nora Ephron trilogy, and if you don't know what I mean by that, get help. Once again, kill yourself, yes. come back to life, and watch them. And for those of you who don't know which movies I'm talking about, I'm talking about, of course, You've Got Mail, When Harry Met Sally, and Sleepless in Seattle. Yes. Um, but that's not what we're here to focus on today. We're here to focus on Miss 13 going on 30. Yes, darling. Which is the best rom-com of all time. Hundo. So, we open on Miss Jennifer Garner. It starts with, I've As seen Jenna this Rink. movie. Yes, Connor, bring us through the beginning. Okay, so I've seen this movie at least about, I think I tallied it up, if I could try and imagine, about 73 times. Yeah, 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 that tracks. So the movie starts with the Go-Go's. <laughs> and then it cuts to Jenna Rink as a 13-year-old girl, mm-hmm. played by... Oh, I don't know. Somebody named Jennifer Gardner? No, no young, the 13-year-old. Yeah. Um, the 13-year-old version is um, Krista B. Allen. Yeah. Irrelevant. 
I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> She's been in 13 going on 30 and I haven't. And um, she played young Jennifer Garner in something else, but I don't remember what. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she sort of came full circle. Oh, yeah. God bless. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's sitting in like a little chair and this this like loser photographer for like the school yearbook comes up and he's like, all right, uh, Gina, uh, turn around. And she's like, it's Jenna. And he's like, all right, Gina, look at the camera. And she's like, it's Jenna. And then she like looks really ugly in her photo. So basically it, it starts with her as this like misfit 13 year old. Uh-huh. Who, a story we both know well. Um, I don't know about you, but I was thriving at 13. Ooh. I was wearing um, a Playbill <sighs> shirt to school. But it was one of those shirts that was like white with the yellow sleeves uh-huh. and said Playbill across of it, across it. But uh-huh. the shirt only went to like half of my. Oh, arm. like a like a baseball, like a yeah, three-quarter. like a baseball team. Yeah, but yeah. it was a Playbill shirt that my mom bought on Playbill.com for Christmas for me. Okay. That was me at thirteen, and then a bunch of boys were like, "That should say Playboy," and I was like, "It says Playbill, you pigs." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I didn't come out until 18. Listeners, we are getting quite the glimpse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're stepping into my life, darling. I'm obsessed. Um, So, So, yeah. So, that's how it begins. And then it cuts to, like, her in her room. She's, like, dancing to Thriller and her her BFF. And girl. Mm -hmm. And her BFF, Maddie, comes and he's like, here's your dream house. Um, And uh, he's like, Rick Springfield is in the house. Da-da-da-da-da. Um, and, and then he grabs the magic powder, yes, he, the wishing dust. The wishing dust. And he sprinkles it on. And then, you know, cut a little while. They're at the birthday party. The and six chicks come. The six chicks come, uh, led by a young Judy Greer. And I don't remember who played young Lucy. No, I have no idea. Young but Tom Tom. She is great. And she looks exactly. Shout out to the casting for finding someone who looks exactly, exactly like Judy Exactly like her. And she's just such a little bitch. Literally, there are like some crazy, like, this can't be possible moments in this movie. But the least, the least possible thing in this movie is when, or the least um, believable thing is when they're, they're, they run into each other on the street and, um, or no, no, no. Mark Ruffalo is bringing her through like her life. And she's like, Oh my God! Yeah, Lucy. She looks different, and it's like, no, bitch. She don't look different. They no, found li- the perfect little and girl. He's like, yeah, after her nose job, and I'm yeah. like, she didn't get a nose job. No, she still got that little girl nose. Yes, ma'am. Um. Anyway, um, and so she's she's like she's about to do seven minutes in heaven with like the popular guy, um, and the girls are using her. Yeah, yeah. They're wearing crazy outfits. They have crazy the hair. Um. Which, by the way, I just want to say that if I was born in the eighties or born in the 70s, I would be a teenage th- heartthrob in the 80s because I, too, have thick, feathered hair. Oh, I yeah. missed my thrived. chance. Thank you so much. I love a flannel, too. Um, yeah. Anyway. I would um, have done, like, a lot of drugs. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, and then, so, she's like, I just want to be 30. Oh, instead of the popular kid showing up, Maddie shows up, played by, you know, Whoever plays young Maddie. Yeah, some little uh, chubby boy. Which I also love that they yeah, like cast him as like great. some little fat boy yeah. that like grows up to be a hot fucking heartthrob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love that. Um and then she's like, I just want to be 30 flirty and thriving. 30, 30 flirty, flirty and thriving. thriving. 30 flirty and thriving. And then and she like, hits her head and the, the dust falls down. And wham, we wake up. She's in Entrance her Entrance applause. Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Gardner. In a yes. bed, hungover, on uh, 12th and 5th Avenue. <laughs> yeah. I think her address is like 61 5th Avenue, which 
Um, if you're not from New York, that's about seven blocks north of Washington Square, which is probably the most expensive neighborhood. Her apartment in this movie is most likely worth, I don't know, at that time too, it was 2004, probably filmed in 2002. Probably still at least a million. At least like at least at least like five to six. Yeah, 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 yeah. five to six mil. Anyway, so she's um, she's a gazillionaire and a magazine editor at mm-hmm. thirty. And uh, me and Connor are um in our mid twenties, <laughs> sitting and recording this podcast for free. Like literally, I'm like, okay, well, like her life and like throughout the movie, you know, you she find like, out she was like a terrible person. She's like I'm a terrible person. Yeah. I'm th- I'm like this magazine editor. But she's editor, friends blah, with blah, Madonna, blah, blah, blah. apparently. But I'm Mar- like, Margarita's anytime. Madonna, yeah. And I'm like, okay, you're best friends with Madonna. You're 30 years old. Uh-huh. And you're easily making over a million dollars a year. Oh, hundo. You are thriving. You are 30, Yeah, she's 30, flirty, 30, and thriving. 30, Although maybe not so much flirting because she doesn't really know how to flirt when we meet her. Um, yeah, but that's because she's 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and also, um, she's apparently... Friends with Rudy Giuliani, which that didn't age well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, rough. Anyway, this movie is perfect from beginning to end. Literally perfect. Um, And I think it um, actually played a role in my um, realization of my sexuality. No, literally. Very early because of two reasons. One, there's the obvious like this is what a hot person is in the boyfriend, the like Rangers player. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh, I think I like that. When he comes back to play battleship. Yeah. Yep, like, yep, yep. I'll and show he does you the destroyer to vanilla ice. ice, ice yeah. He's like, I'm hot on and off the ice. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, okay, I think I like that. Mm-hmm. And then the meanwhile, meanwhile, too. you're mm-hmm. like, you're young, you're watching with your mom and you're like, Oh, I'm not supposed to like this. Oh yeah. Um, and then, you know, you kind of, you let you let yourself age a little bit. You come back to thirteen going thirty, thirty, thirteen going on thirty, thirteen going on thirty, thirteen going on thirty, thirty. And then so so you go back and you see Mark Ruffalo and you're like, oh no 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 no, oh, that's what I like. I mean, literally top three. Okay, I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay, hit me. Okay, we're sort of flipping the script. Yep. Mm. <clears throat> top three Hollywood dilfs. <laughs> Can I give you top three hottest performances in movies? Yeah. Okay. Because they're not all hot now, but actually, well, yeah, most of them are. Or like sexual awakening. Like who Mark really... Ruffalo in 13 Going 30. Yes. Ray Fiennes in The English Patient. Oh. Have you seen that? Yes. Kristen Scott Thomas and Rife and Ray Fiennes in that movie, hottest on on hottest on pair screen ever. The bathtub scene, holy fuck. And then you throw in Juliet Binoche. Oh, daddy. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I'm obsessed with that movie. Um, and, um, honestly, probably, um, Patrick Dempsey and his like opening moment of Grey's Anatomy. Remember how you like, we find him shirtless or whatever. Yep. Yeah. That was a big one for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like hottest, hottest, like rom-com love interests Mm -hmm. are definitely Mark Ruffalo Mm -hmm. in... 13 going on 30. Mm-hmm. And then I would have to go with 27 dresses. James Marsden. James Marsden. And wait, let's not forget Paul Rudd, clueless. Exactly. Aged like a fine wine bitch. Uh, I mean, all of them. Yeah. They've aged yeah. exceptionally. Well, that's what Hollywood money will do for you. My darling, I can't wait for it. <laughs> have you seen Brad Pitt's lips? <laughs> and the Oscar goes to Brad Pitt's Botox. <laughs> Brad Pitt's doctor. No. Um, his lips are huge. I can't. Um, 
Anyway, back to mm. 13 going on 30. Um, 13 going on 30. 30 bird. Um, Connor, what's your favorite part of this movie? Okay. I think it has to boil down to my favorite scene ever. Okay. The razzle scene. Ugh. So, Which one? The one in the uh, sand? I, yes. I hesitate to call it a beach because they're at like Dumbo. So No, that's the thing. I'm like... They're literally... It's not a beach. Also, once again, it's like, oh, like, I'm taking you to dinner on... Um, oh, my God, yeah. So we 12, have to we have to call Street. out... Um, we have to call out the uh, moment where they go from... They go in a... She goes in a limousine from 5th and 12th... Yes. ...to Wall Street. Now, if you don't live in New York City, that is straight downtown, right? Like, <laughs> she takes a limo. Block, she like, takes a limo, 12th Street, somehow manages to go through Times, Times Square, Square, which is... 30 blocks above where we are, back down to Wall Street, which is the tip of Manhattan. Anyway, these are the things you okay. learn when you I move to New York City and rewatch movies. Um, no, it's the scene. Yeah, so like she's. It's like in Home Alone movie. where they like do like a million laps going from like the plaza to Central Park. Oh, but it's like my God. right across also the street. Also, the fact that half of that movie, like somehow the plaza is on the Upper East Side looking at the park instead of on Central Park South. Yeah. Looking at the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's like all the way up by like Yeah. The he's in like the cloisters. He's not <laughs> even like in Central Park. Yeah, he's in upstate Manhattan. And then he's like taxi. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, back, back to, to 13 by 30. She's like Jinx, you Maddie, you know what I want right now? Razzles. Razzles. So oh my god. They go, they get razzles and they're walking along the water in Dumbo, Brooklyn. What color is my tongue? And then yeah. And she's like, what show me your tongue. I have to see your tongue. He's like, what? It's red. Is it red or is or it razzle red? It's razzle red. Let me see your tongue, Maddie. What? No. <laughs> Let me see it. I showed you my tongue. You showed me yours. Sticks tongue out. Razzle red. <laughs> and then. She... And that's a dramatic greeting. <laughs> and then she looks at him and she says my favorite line in any movie of all time. Maddie. You're the sweetest guy I've ever known. Uh, I know. It's uh, so cute. It melts and then my heart. he says something equally amazing where he, um, she's like, what are you laughing at or whatever? And he's like, um, life, time, being here with you, uh, razzles. And I'm like, oh, that Christ. seriously, because how many times have you had those moments though, where like you're with like not even a lover or a past lover or just a past friend that you haven't seen in yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... And you're like, oh, you're immediately transferred, transported back. Yeah, to wherever, you like giggle about to it. To that summer. Whatever that summer is, that summer. Yeah, yeah. Just like to like giggle and be like... The Great Escape is playing. Just wild. Like we're together right now listening to like Throw Avril Lavigne. forget yesterday. Yeah. That summer. <laughs> whatever uh, one that was. Just like listening to like your friend... Tell you about some guy she likes in seventh grade, yes, and you're yes. laying outside by your pool and yes. walking on the golf course. And you're about yes. okay, this is very specific to my yes. own life. But okay, we're getting another little glimpse. No, I'm talking about my best friend Sarah. It's just like that. Like the, we have those moments where we'll yeah. be together, and we'll be yeah. like, "Oh my god, remember? Like this is just wild. We're adults now. We're yeah, 25." Yeah. Like, and I think like that sort of illuminates the overall like message of the movie. As it's like, there's no need to conform. Um, authenticity will always win and like for yeah. her to like get her authenticity back she like remembers what it feels like to be um childlike and free and mm-hmm. um living her most authentic life and like being um fun and carefree and yeah. she doesn't she starts she stops taking life so seriously even though like she doesn't remember the last 17 years or whatever she's picked she's put the, the puzzle pieces together to realize oh i've been taking my life way too seriously 
and like burying everything that made me who I was. And she and, brings um, his child back to him. Yes. All that childlike wonderment like comes back. And everyone's. I mean, what's your favorite scene from the movie though? Um, the thriller scene. Which I'm willing ties to I'm willing to say together. that that is one of the best scenes in any in movie any ever. movie ever. I truly and I agree. will die on that hill. So if anyone wants to fight me, bring it on. I mean, I truly think that is one of the most iconic it's scenes. It's so of joyous. All time. It, here's why it's brilliant. <clears throat> it ties us back into um, where we were before. So it starts and she's doing like the little mini dance of thriller. Um, in the very beginning. It um, shows that he's still in love with her because mm-hmm. he shows up to the party. There's that purposeful ling- lingering shot of their hands holding. It's like a quick little cut shot when he's like, Jenna, I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta go. go. And oh. then their hands like linger. Uh, she like tries to grab him. Um, and it shows um, how infectious her um, inhibition is. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's tying back to what we were just saying. Yeah. It truly is that scene she brings everyone's child back mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. And also um, sh- gives us some, um, just like, you know, like screenwriting perspective, gives us foreshadowing of um, the coming conflict, which is um, that he's engaged. Yes. So like we get, a, we get, we, we see him see like, oh shit, I'm engaged to someone and I'm falling for my childhood best friend again. Yeah. And then that's part of the conflict later oh, on. It's so sweet. It's so good. I'm obsessed. Um, and also, like, the outfit, I mean, the soundtrack in general is... Okay, well, that's my favorite. That's, that was my other favorite part of the Yeah, just, like, the music in general. I mean, literally, my hinge, one of my hinge answers uh-huh. is, like... Hit him up on hinge, boys. He's single. <laughs> please, I'm single and thirsty. Uh, and he please, please hit me up. Um, <laughs> um, so Mind cigarette. he, on my hinge bio, mm-hmm. it was, like correct me if i'm wrong but and my answer is the 13 going on 30 soundtrack is the best soundtrack of all time yeah it's definitely up there yeah yeah and if anyone corrects me if i'm wrong then fuck off i don't want to date you yeah it's an immediate x literally thank you next thank you next which by the way is oh my god homage to 13 going on 30 30. Going so, on 30, fun. So, so so funny you should bring that up the music video the music video yes the, the music yeah. video um there's a there's a line where um like right before the thriller scene where she first you know reconnects with him where the assistant's like um I got the information you wanted and she like takes off from her meeting which she's in the bathroom um <laughs> never goes back um and she she shows oh, up yeah, she shows up right, right? She, she goes shows to up, her office yep she's in um pajamas and that like designer coat and she looks chic as fuck i mean and she's in that <laughs> slip dress yeah which is her pajamas yeah and like that is like so couture yeah. nowadays like, that whole first that. day that whole first day she wakes up after the thing she reconnects she realizes she's with tom tom she refines maddie and um she does it all in pajamas um so yep. um she rushes over to his house and she's like matt you're tall different which is just like subtext for you're hot literally <laughs> literally she's like i want you to fuck me right now. yeah and then, and then he's there's like i don't want anything to, to do, do with you, you. Yeah, i don't know which anything about your life that whole like scene yes because when i was literally 13 mm-hmm. my best friend in the entire world mm-hmm. just like it's that Dropped age you where you like become crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. Being 13, 14 is psycho. It should be illegal to be that age. It truly. And my best friend in the world was just like, I can't. Like, she just was like, I'm going to go out with the girls. 
Yeah. And then I, like, ended up going away to an all-boys Catholic high school, so I, like, left her mm. after eighth grade, and we, like, fell out of touch for, like, no a year No wonder you love Lady Bird. And this is my best friend in the entire world to this yeah. day, that, like, we rekindled our friendship right yeah, before yeah. we left for college. Yeah. And we're best friends again, yeah, but yeah, it was, yeah. like... If I was straight, it probably would have been like a like a Maddie Jenna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love that. Um, <sighs> what a terrible time for children. Yeah, to be a teenager is hell, chaos, hell. Um, and then I, kids, if you're a child listening to this, first of all, turn it off, <laughs> reconnect with your loved ones. <laughs> um, oh my god! I also love. Um, there's a uh, speaking of iconic lines. There's a one where um. They're at the, um, they're at that, um, event where they do the thriller dance and right before they do the thriller dance, the editor in chief of sparkle or whatever she is, Trish, I think is her name. Trish Hackett. Trish Hackett. Yes. Um, she has, you are frizzy and yes. Yeah. That's what, that's what Jennifer says to her. But before that she goes, how about a word that's more appropriate, like poison or pitiful or (laughs) pathetic or whatever. And her delivery of pitiful her the way that she <laughs> chooses to say pitiful is chaos it is so amazing it is like or pitiful that bitch was like let me take my nothing part three, and my, throw my it out true three lines and turn it out i'm gonna make this the biggest thing i forget ever. like i forget exactly what how she says pitiful but it is psycho um yeah it's like she says like pitiful it's not like as oh it um, is i think it's is pitiful. it pitiful pathetic or pitiful, pitiful or whatever it is yeah she's so dramatic um, and it's like all head like yeah it's just like gaka da gaka ga and they're all wearing like early 2000s like even though vogue dresses then jennifer is wearing like oh yeah she's wearing an that amazing dress, outfit and yeah, she yeah. looks exceptional a- oh, iconic outfit and she's wearing that outfit when she connects with becky the little girl in her elevator that yes. like becomes her bff who was on american uh secret life, life the american, american teenager, teenager. she's um, also, another unsung hero of. Actually, never mind. We'll talk about that later. Judy Greer. No, we'll oh, talk okay. about that later. Okay, okay. Because you're not going to see it coming when I tell you. Oh, okay. Um, what's your least favorite part? Okay, this is it. Oh, okay. You didn't see it coming. Okay. Least favorite part. I read his mind, be. America. The fact that. Not one person in this entire world knows, except for me. I mean, no, people know. Brie Larson is in this movie. One of the girls. One of the girls at the one sleepover. One of the six chicks. Yes. Oh. No, not even one of the sleepover girls. Do you know who else is a six chick? Who? Ashley Benson. No. Yes. But Brie Larson is like fully one of the six chicks. Wait. Yes, I did. Like, I think maybe like, you told me that. If you look up 13 going on 30, mm-hmm. she like comes up as one of the people in the movie. Mm-hmm. She is fully an extra. Yeah. Like, she doesn't have one line. Except yeah. probably, like... But now she's know, famous, Tom, Tom, so, you like... You look amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now she's an Oscar winner. Yep. I think maybe you told me that, because I was, like... I was thinking back to this movie, and I was like, I know one of the six chicks is famous. And I thought it was Ashley it's Benson, but now I realize it's... Well, Ashley Benson is famous now, but Brie Larson. Too. Literally Brie. Literally Oscar winner, Brie Larson. And my other critique about the movie would have to be that... Jennifer Garner didn't win an Oscar? Well, obviously that. I've already... <laughs> written in my journal and really really struggled about that. with that for years yeah i went so. to confession and <laughs> i don't want to talk about it anymore it's been 16 years and i can't get over it um no but one of my issues with it is that the little girl who plays 
um, Jenna. Mm-hmm. She's just like such a 13 year old bitch who like hates everything that's happening. And she's just like, my life is terrible. Yeah. That character's written as a cartoon. And then Jennifer wakes up as Jenna and she's just like, so full of youth and sweet. Yeah. And like, that doesn't quite translate. Like compared to other adults. Cause she's like with other adults. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe that's why it's so. I also think it might be, um, that adult version of her is like maybe how Maddie knows her and we don't ever really get to see that because she's constantly stressed about yeah, true. her birthday like, and like being popular. We do see a popular. little bit of it when he gives her the dream house. Yeah, yeah. She's and like, she's oh, like, Maddie. oh, Maddie. Yeah. yeah, so maybe that. But, but yeah, like that, that, that is not that. Um, You're right. And then there's, there's the, my least favorite part is the ending sequence when Tom Tom <laughs> becomes the editor-in-chief editor at Sparkle there's campaigns on the buses. His photos have been sold, and um, he's, getting he's getting married all in one in three hours. Three hours. Like I'm like, what? Wait, what? That literally happened overnight. <laughs> literally, there's campaigns on the buses, um, and she finds the mail. Um, she has him sign the release. <laughs> like, wait, what? He signs a release, and then they walk outside, and his photos are on the bus. And like, think about how much time it would take for. Tom Tom to get the release papers from Sparkle magazine for Literally. him to sign. Yeah. Would at least take a day and a half. Also, everything legal with that? Like, <laughs> come on. Legalities, him getting, he's walking but out with I guess a check. that's a rom-com. Yeah, he he's literally out walking out with a check. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's the second half. Oh, Remember how he gets his check. first yeah. half at the shoot? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, that part I was like, okay. Like, there's some crazy stuff in that movie, but um that I'm willing to set aside, but that part is like, yeah. whoa, that is unforgivable. Um, speaking of um, photos and like campaigns and everything, a little detail is like their fir- the first campaign we see in the beginning is with J-Lo. She's mm-hmm. like a cover star in 2004 and that bitch is still a cover star in 2020. Also, I'm I mean, like, come on. How much did J-Lo get paid? For her photo being used. Yeah, I know, right? Literally, that's all she's in. That's, I know. She probably got so much money. I know. Um, Another fun fact about this movie that we can discuss is Jennifer shot it on Break from Alias because that was still a huge TV series at the time. Oh my God. um, Where she was like playing a badass. So Jennifer Garner's had had this crazy career where she's been known for like playing badasses like an alias and Electra and mm-hmm. um then she goes on and she does like 13 going on 30 and love Simon mm. and like all these like rom-coms um but Gwyneth Paltrow Hilary Swank and Renee Zellweger have were all considered to play the part say that again Hilary Swank no Gwyneth Paltrow Renee Zellweger all went on to be Oscar winners some of them were Oscar winners at that point already holy isn't that poop. crazy no way Okay, Renee, well, Renee would have destroyed that movie. It never would have been what it was. No, 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 no. That would have been wrong. Hilary Swank would have been, like, too, like, masculine for it. Oh. I mean, come on. Savage read of Hilary Swank being delivered on the pod. I mean, what Um, was Hilary Swank in? She she... kind of looks like she could be Jennifer Garner's relative. Yes. But it wouldn't have worked. she's just still, like, she's, like... More like yeah, she like just she basically just like, won an Oscar for playing a boxer at this yes, point. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's like why I'm like yeah. She would have been like the butch version, or was about to. I think no, she. I think she had at this point for Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, um, and, and then, then like Gwyneth Paltrow, like fine. She would have been okay. Yeah, but she's but like she a little apathetic. Like, so yeah. Oh, oh. oh my feelings. Oh no. Whereas I feel like Jennifer is like so 
She's the perfect mix of like. She is perfect. And it's so funny because like when she walks, you can tell she's been filming Alias because she walks like such a bad bitch. Did you ever notice that? Yeah. She is strutting through that movie. Um. Also, side note, people, if you want a great like off the beaten path Jennifer uh, Jennifer Gardner movie to watch, mm-hmm. Catch and Release. Catch and Release. Yeah, I haven't Have you seen, seen her. It? No. Ugh. And like a fun fact about that movie. So basically like the movie starts with she's you think that like people are bringing flowers to a wedding Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be to a wedding it's supposed to be her wedding with her husband okay but her the guy that she's supposed to marry goes to his bachelor party and gets in a car accident and dies okay so the movie like starts with them at her at his funeral instead of their wedding okay and the entire time jennifer gardner was filming this movie Mm -hmm. she was pregnant with her first kid but she's like wearing a wedding dress and like hiding her pregnancy but that is one of those movies where jennifer gardner like truly shines through as an actress like yeah she's a star and she's a star uh, such a good watch if you need a good movie to watch one day and just like kind of cry and like feel bad uh-huh that's a good one love that 13 going on 30 is a little bit happier um we were laughing at um some of the exterior shots being so obvious like in the ones in new jersey were just like so obviously sound stages oh my god um, but houses I, I mean it was filmed some of it was filmed in like pasadena and la and, mm-hmm. but like a lot all the exterior stuff is like was actually shot in new york and like is oh. looks real but the Absolutely. stuff that's not in new york city is like okay yeah um and it's so funny to see andy circus like not in a marvel movie yeah yeah because he is the bad guy in black panther and he, he was, like, the voice and, like, body, what, like, mover of Gollum. Oh, my God. He is Gollum. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So to see him be, like, this gay British... Um, like, is he a, a author of Martha? And then... And then she's like, what? Is he gay? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> there's a great there's a great part in the beginning, too. There's a great... Um, I can't believe he's Gollum. I yeah. never knew that. My precious. Yeah, he's like he's become known for like doing his like his like body stuff. He like puts on the suit and like he's like known motion capture. He's like known for motion capture. Yeah, Yeah. he's like in a green suit. Um, Holy shit! So there's a there's a great moment um, also where uh, where Tom Tom's like your boss. He's she says like uh, something um, uh, uh, Um, short British, which I was just waiting for to be like. Gay. <laughs> and when he goes, oh, my favorite line in the movie, one of my favorite lines, she's like, you're my boss. And he goes, yes, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? And she goes, Wayne Rink. Yeah, I love that too. <laughs> Wayne Such Rink. Good line. I also love, um, there's a really good use of, um, um, well, it's exposition essentially, but it doesn't really feel like exposition. They sort of hit it in a good way where um, she's like, um, now I want you to repeat after me. I'm Jenna Rink, badass editor of Sparkle Magazine or whatever it is, or um, Poise Magazine. Poise Magazine. And I was like, okay, clever way of filling in the blanks here of what just happened. Um, and she's like, I'm Jenna Rink. And then she's like, um, badass b- bitch. Oh, uh, I'm, yeah, what does she say? And then, like, Jenna, like, can't say, yeah, she can't yeah, say bitch. She can't say bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we love that. Um, I also love the scene where they do um, Love is a Battlefield, another iconic. We are young! Boom, 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 boom. Heartache to heartache, we stand! It's just like, that uh, adds to the incredible soundtrack. Also though, okay, I'm going to dissect that scene. 
obsessed. Go absolutely orf. Okay, so nowadays strap in kids i don't know if in 2004 this was okay i don't think it was because i was in fourth grade these girls in that scene are probably in sixth grade 13 13 yeah yeah she says remember in the elevator i'm 13 me too used to be used to be (laughs) so the thought of (laughs) i I didn't i can't say i lived in manhattan when i was in you know 13 year old Mm -hmm. but let's say i had six Six girlfriends. You mm-hmm. know, I'm gay. I have six girlfriends with me. The thought of me going to a 30-year-old uh, woman's apartment for a slumber to do party. face masks and sleepover. My mom would have been like, I'm sorry. What? what? My mom would have been like, are you, are you kidding me? It's for so, the love of God, you're so going to go to some pedophile's though. apartment. Oh, my God. Like... Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. It's psycho. But it's so cute. Oh, and the movie so is so sweet. cute. She's but like, like just come over to my room. Or, or She's like, come yeah, to my apartment. I have a zillion, have a about, zillion about the bag. Yeah. You should totally come over and check them out. She's like, Thanks. I like your dress. Thanks, because I have these amazing boobs to fill it out. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's like sign one. <laughs> pedophile. Like, yeah, I mean, well, she still thinks she's 13. Yes, I know the plot line. I'm just saying. Okay, like, do you? Have you ever even seen this movie? <laughs> You're acting like you haven't. Have you ever seen it? I'm reading a script. He has a gun at my head. Uh, <laughs> He's forcing me to say this. No, yeah, that's like my only critique because I'm like, wait, like, yeah, yeah, you're, like, right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, these like little girls having a party with a 30 year old. Do you have any other thoughts about this movie? Uh, Judy Greer. <laughs> oh, sure, 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 sure. Let's go into that. So, first off, she has character actress extraordinaire. She's been in 150 TV shows and movies. Yes. Yeah prolific career and she has a book that's written isn't it like who is that again or who is it's, it's, i know who that is or what was she in or something as some clever title about it's, like it's i know exactly. i think it's her that it's has like, that i one. know who you are but like i don't know what you're from yeah it's i think it's her that has that like funny it's memoir, memoir title yeah find the name of it um um but yeah she's been in like one million things okay it's, um i don't know what you know me from confessions of of a a co-star that's right that's right that's right yeah she's um amazing in my opinion she's like one of the best actresses of our time Mm -hmm. because then also another extraordinary movie 27 dresses she's been in everything she's like the the like drunk best friend yeah she's great in the descendants speaking of shailene woodley Mm -hmm. um she um um, got nominated for a Teen Choice Award for Best Villain for 13 Going on 30. And she is so good at being the villain. Yeah, she really is. What did um, I just see her in? She's recently? such a good bitch. Um, she was in, um, oh, I just watched um, Where'd You Go, Bernadette? Yes, yes, she's in that. She was in that with, with Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Um, she was fantastic. She had, you know, she had turns on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and she had turns on Arrested Development. She just and... has like such short yeah. roles. She's literally yeah. the co-star. Yeah, that she's in... Her- She's in Ant Man. She was in like the Planet of the Apes reboot movies. She was in the Halloween re- remake, um, Jurassic World. She's been in huge movies. Mm-hmm. Her bank account is probably cute. Oh my god! Huge movies. Me? Never the star though. Always, always um, a bridesmaid. Never a bride. I did read an expert excerpt 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 ugh, excerpt from her memoir, which said that she's been to the oscars once i don't know if she's been to them after that one time Mm -hmm. it was probably for the descendants the one time she went um midway through the oscars she left went to the bathroom took her spanks off and threw them in the garbage back out to the yeah good for her um yeah she's been in like 
a gazillion things as like these little bit parts. Um, she was in the Carrie remake. Um, oh, yeah, as the gym teacher. Yeah, she the gym yeah, teacher. yeah, 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 yeah. She was in um, um, the village, the M Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan, I can't pronounce that name. Yeah, crazy movie. That movie messes me up. Mm-hmm. I think it came out the same year as 13 Going 30, actually. Yeah, Somewhere in that like 2002 to, to, to 2005 moment. Um, Village yeah. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love she, her. Is she, like, mute in that movie? Or I don't remember. I would I would absolutely have to rewatch it. No, I think there's another daughter that's mute or deaf or something. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. I need to rewatch that. Let's rewatch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add, that to, the, add that to the list, honey. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah. She also has a, she has a fun little bit part in Masters of Sex. Did you ever watch that? She plays herself. No, I haven't. Yeah. She's in a, she plays herself in that. She literally funny. plays Judy Greer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh the episode God. is called like Judy Greer in a slip or something, something like that. My old roommate, Caitlin, used to always say, if I just got like Judy Greer's career, I would die happy. Yeah. I mean, she can like go to the grocery store without people swarming her, but mm-hmm. she's also like famu and rich. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Um, yeah. Famu. We love Famous. Fam- fam- famous. Put some of that famous in All your hair. Fine, she's famu and wit. <laughs> Fuck you, miss. Um, Fuck you, miss. I'll say Pocky. Um, Connor. Mm-hmm. If listeners love this, what will they also love? Or if they liked this, what might they love? <laughs> or if they. Loved this. What might they like? <laughs> well, I think they would like <laughs> just full robot. Um, I think. What, obviously... what were well? What were the suggested ones on iTunes? Twenty seven uh, dresses was first. Dresses yeah, is first, but that's like um, my first. Made in Manhattan, which is I don't know if that aged well. Um, um, yeah, like racist. Um, um what else I was would on say there? Being... Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. Leap Year, starring Amy Adams. Leap Year, classic. Yes. And also, Ladies and Germs, we're coming up on a leap year. Oh, right now. We're in yeah, one. we're literally in one. We're literally in one. Like, it's this month. I'll be in London. I'll be in America. Working. Love that. Um, funny. Yeah, um, those are great. Those are great. I would say... Any others? Win a Date with Tad Hamilton, which you haven't seen. I have not seen that one. You. Yeah, yeah. Such a classic. Mm-hmm. It's those, like, those cheesy, yeah. like, Lay it on thick rom-coms. 2000s. They're, like, three-act rom-com, right? The one, the first act is, like, everything's happy, go lucky, butterfly is love. Second act is ten minutes long, and it's the conflict, the real, yes. like, fallout. Where, like, the, why can't I breathe? The type music will play. And then the third act is always five minutes, and it's the resolution. Yeah, and they fall in love. Yeah. But it's always like the first like Whenever hour of the movie, like they just you. have amazing jobs, amazing yes, apartments. They yes. always live in New York. Yes. Like they're so wealthy. Or Los Angeles. And also, but most of like, them are in New York. Even yeah. in Twenty Seven Dresses, I'm like, how does this bitch have so much money? Yeah. You know how expensive it is to be in a wedding. You know what? You know what set that precedent? Sex in the City. Friends. Yeah. yeah. Where like Carrie Bradshaw's like. In a gorgeous apartment. In a gorgeous on apartment. On a blogger's salary. Um, anyway, do you have any last thoughts, Con Con? I just feel like everyone needs to see this yeah. religious piece of art. It's crazy if you haven't. And if you have... Oh. <laughs> Are you okay? 
I'm okay here. Oh, I just got really passionate about A demon this. just escaped from my body. Oh my god. Um, um, if you haven't seen it... Um, watch it just for the arm hairline. Oh god. Also, <laughs> so I do live... Silly. I live in Jersey. Well, I live in New York, but I have to take mm-hmm. New Jersey Transit home. Mm-hmm. And there is the iconic scene where she's taking New Jersey Transit home to see her Oh, yes, 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 yes. And Vienna plays. Yes. So every time Vienna I go home, waits for you. I either watch... Lots of singing on this podcast. ...the today. movie on my laptop, because I own it on mm-hmm, iTunes, mm-hmm, hashtag mm-hmm, Apple. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, do I. Or I will just listen to Vienna on the train, and I, like, look out the window very moody like she does, because yes. that's my favorite scene. Yes. Vienna waits for you. And then literally the next song in the soundtrack is that Liz Fair song, Why Can't I? It's, That's literally it's next. It's just truly, like, if, if you don't want to watch this movie, at the least, download the album. Because it's the best music. Yeah. Go-Go's, 80s music, and just, like, then, like, classic 2000s music, too. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the trailer, or, like, some of the early trailers also featured Breathe by Michelle Branch. So it's just, like, every, like, early 2000s song you ever loved. Mixed in with, like... That is in the, that's in the movie. Oh, I want to dance with somebody... Is yeah, it in there? Both of those are in that. Breathe? Uh, Breathe is playing when she's sprinting through the rain Breathe. in her Miss Honey dress. Miss Honey dress. When she's going to Oh, yeah, when she goes to like, oh, is that what's playing? Why can't I breathe whenever I think about No, that's you? not. Breathe is, um, um, if I just oh, breathe every little thing. Oh, that's definitely not. Dance with somebody is when she's getting yeah, ready. Yeah, dance with somebody is when she's getting ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pat oh, Benatar is the I'm stumble thinking, party. I'm You're thinking of why can't I? Why That's can't fair. I? Yeah, yeah, Duh. yeah. Um, but yeah, Ice Ice Baby's in there. Ice Ice Baby to go, to go. Jesse's girl, obviously, head over heels. The best. Everything's amazing. Um, so we're addicted to this movie, and if you haven't seen it, please do yourself a favor, watch it. Thank you. Watch it with your mom. Because that's a really fun experience as well. Yeah. Um, if you have a good relationship with your mom. Um, oh, they're the mom-daughter scene. And yes, the, it's so good. It's Do you have so any regrets? Good. No. Because I learned from them or whatever it is. That's literally how I live my life. Yeah, I love it so much. Um, oh, wait. Okay, one other scene that we have to discuss. Yes. <laughs> when they're at the bar and um, oh, I that guy's looking at you. And she's oh, like, that scene makes me so I know, it's so funny it's though. Cringy. It's cringy. It, that's comedy, honey. You I set know. up the expectation, then you subvert it. Judy Greer is saying to her like, oh, that guy behind you is so cute. And then she turns around and she like goes over to give ketchup or get ketchup, get ketchup. She's like, from hey, like a 12-year-old boy. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, you're pretty cute. <laughs> and Judy Greer is like, I was talking about him. Do you want to go to jail? Go Jesus. To jail. <laughs> it's so good. So and then she, she shows him the adult and she's like, oh, ew. <laughs> But honestly, though, that adult that she was looking at is ugly. hideous. Yeah, ugly. Sorry, is whoever so that is. Ugly. Um, Some, like, ugly white guy. Yeah. It's amazing. It also has other iconic lines, including cause of death, chicness, <laughs> fashion, suicide. So, so it's just like iconic line after iconic line. So um, you got to watch if you haven't. Or pookie. More like pukey. Pukey, yes. It's so good. It's so good. Um, anyway, Connor, thank you so much oh my for God, joining thank you for me. Having this me. has this been a so blast. Fun. I'm so glad we finally got to talk about this movie because it's been mentioned in like four other episodes. Literally, oh God, like really? every episode has come up at some point. And I'm like, shh, it's coming. Oh my God. And now here it is. I'm so glad that we is. got to discuss my yes. favorite movie of all time. Yeah, we love, we love, we love, we love. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, 
we'll be back. Um, and I think the only way to sign off from this episode, Connor, is... Arrivederci. Au revoir. <laughs> oh, bye, guys. Bye.